I'm Will. And I'm Phil, and we play in Someone Still Loves You, Boris Yelton. And you're listening to KCOU Columbia. 88.1. Hello and welcome to On Deck Circle here on KCOU 88.1 FM. I'm Michael Levitt alongside Adam Rosen. And Adam, we have a good amount of baseball to talk today. I mean, we're a few, we're clo- uh, close to a month through the season now. I know, I'm so happy. Or now that a few weeks, I guess. Now yeah. that the season started, there's a lot to talk about and I love it because there's baseball and baseball is fun. Watch baseball, it's cool. There's my advice to you. Advice with Adam. Anyways. Some, some, a lot of things happened, including the Yankees being bad enough to make Jay Bruce retire. Ha, uh, happy trails to Jay Bruce. Congratulations it on the nice career. It might have been more to the, the fact that Bruce was struggling this season. That's true. You just got to take a jab at the Yankees sometimes. Sorry, Yankees fans. You asked for it. Yeah, I mean, he, <laughs> he really hadn't been doing good this year. Yeah. Um, I mean, they actually recently started using DJ LeMahieu at first base instead because Bruce was filling in at first base for Luke Voigt, who's hurt. And so now they just moved LeMahieu from second to first and put trade edition Rugnet Oder at second. Mm-hmm. Who's, I, I think he's your favorite new Yankee, I'm sure, right? Oh, yeah. Well, Considering he looks like a teenager, I, uh, or at least, or at least they, 20s. Look at that rule did to the man. He doesn't look like a—he like, looks younger than me. Not saying much. Probably because you have facial hair. That's fair. <laughs> it does get a little. I I, I get lazy. I wouldn't if I were not lazy when I to shave. I think I shave. I think I shave once every two months because I'm lazy. Anyways, I try to make it clean. His beard was probably tr- well trimmed though. Like you know, okay, maybe not well trimmed, but it was like probably clean, but like. Long. It was pretty similar to Dallas Keuchel's beard, if we're being honest. I'm so glad Dallas Keuchel didn't go to the Yankees, because that means he would have had to shave. Oh, yeah. Same with, like, all those Giants relievers. Every, name, like, <laughs> you can't—I don't think there's a single Giants reliever that hasn't had a giant beard. Brian Wilson. With the exception of maybe Santiago Casilla. Yeah. Uh, Sergio Romo, Brian Wilson, um— I don't know. Did Jeremy Affelt have one? Maybe. I know Brian Wilson did. I know Brian Wilson Yeah, I Wilson know Wilson did, did and Romo did. Yeah. I mean, those two, obviously. I don't think Casilla did. I don't know that Jeremy Affelt did. I'm trying to think of other relievers from that time period. But, I mean, that's uh, that's actually close to, like, 10 years ago now, too. Rough. I mean, getting close to it. I mean, they won those three World Series in 2010, 2012, and 2014. Yeah, but... I used to love those Giants teams. I have I've got family out in San Francisco, so I've always loved I always loved those Giants teams because the Cubs were always terrible, and so were the White Sox. So I just liked watching those Giants teams because they were fun. And I just loved watching Brandon Crawford, Tim Lincecum. God, I love those. Brandon Belt. Oh yeah, I think I play as them every time I play. I think every time we play in the show, I think that's pretty much the team I always choose. Like ninety percent of the team. Time. Yeah, definitely because I just love either watching. that or the Mariners. You, you do have a thing for the Mariners. I am wearing a Ken Griffey Jr. jersey, which is very nice. Love this thing. But, yeah, I mean, those are just, yeah, those teams were fun. But speaking of fun, Brent Honeywell is finally back, finally able to pitch, and he has a screwball, and screwballs, screwballs are the best pitch ever. Just they're fun. The name is fun, and if you throw a screwball, you're just elite in my opinion. But, no, he was a really nice debut oh, and yeah. really good story as well. Especially after he missed the last th- three years with elbow injuries. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, he was a starter before. He's still sort of getting his um, stamina back up. Or, he, yeah, I mean, he, he's been pitching out of the bullpen for them. And I think they've been having him on a five-day schedule as well. 
So, I mean, he hasn't been really pitching that on. I think he's made two appearances so far. They actually just called him back up yesterday because um, one of their other relievers went on the injured list. Um, yeah, I mean, he, he was a top prospect before the elbow injuries, though. So, I mean, it's cool to see him finally make the majors, especially since he was on the verge of the majors before he got hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it's... There's actually talk score. that they could use him as an opener, too. Mm-hmm. Which would be a good... That could be a good strategy. I mean, especially if they want to limit his innings. Have him be the opener before one of their starters. Say, Ryan Yarbrough, for example. Um, I know they've used him with an opener before. But if... Yeah, I mean, if they use Honeywell as an opener before Yarbrough, that still keeps him on the five-day schedule. That doesn't necessarily change that up. So I, that could be a good way to do it. Yeah, and yeah, there's just a lot of... Speaking of play, players returning to pitching, Shohei Otani. Oh, he yeah. Has I mean, that's utterly ridiculous, and you just love that. I mean, like, yeah, I think great. we said... His control a... wasn't quite there in this game. Yeah. But uh, he only threw 37 out of 80 pitches for strikes, Please. so less than half. But, but grand, the fact I mean, that he's you, pitching... You've got to expect there was some rust in that. Yeah, but the fact that he's able to pitch again is awesome. Oh, yeah. And I mean... It, it's just really cool. I mean, I I mean, I think we talked about it a while ago that it it would be hard to judge his war is hard to judge on his MVP candidacy one day because like he's gonna have less. But if you like say if he can throw, well, I, I'm trying maybe to maybe a little of, less. I mean, if he DHs every day that he's not pitching, or at least that's only. I mean, yeah, he he might play 120 games as a hitter or something. Yeah, if he instead can be like 160. A, if he can be like a five WAR hitter and a two or three WAR pitcher. That's I think that's a runaway MVP, honestly, just because that's insane. It could be, yeah. I mean, and playing two-way definitely would help his status, too. I mean, no one's done that before as far as, like, done it successfully in the majors. I mean, I mean, you've had player managers, but that's a, I mean, that's a little different um, than actually playing as a hitter and a pitcher. So, yeah, I mean, that would be a really cool success story if, if I mean, it— if he could keep this up for the whole season. I think his ERA is below two for the season so far, too. Granted, it's like nine innings, but, I mean, he only threw four scoreless innings. It was his second pitching appearance. Four scoreless innings on Tuesday. And, uh, yeah, he gave up one hit, struck out seven, but he walked six and hit one batter. So not necessarily the best control, although he, he was coming back from a blister on one of his on his throwing one of his a finger on his throwing hand too so i mean i'll cut him a little bit of a break um uh he actually when they talked to him after the game he actually said that they asked him to rate his control on the game and he actually gave it a 0 out of 100 i respect it at least he knows yeah i mean I like that, that's hon- really good that he's able to recognize yeah the that. honesty is yeah. good yeah but. his velocity was a little down though Mm-hmm. On Tuesday, I mean, he only, fastest pitch was ninety-seven point seven miles per hour, and he actually threw one in his first start of the season. He threw a pitch that was one hundred one point one miles an hour. So, I mean, that's down a little bit. I think his average was down as well. Um, but I mean, it, that's still it's still a, a good way to come back. And I mean, he'll start shaking off the rust. Hopefully, I mean, come yeah. pretty soon. So. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that was a good comeback. It's great. It's good to see. Oh, definitely. And, yeah, I mean, just watching him pitch is so fun, especially hitting. I mean, we saw that what he did against the White Sox in this first, the first start of the season, his first start of the season. I mean, that, that sounded like a, a Sunday night baseball. I think it was, that ball sounded like a cannon. Oh, shot yeah. Shot out of that, out, out. 
Oh my gosh, that ball was crushed. Um, yeah, it's just good to see that he's back. Or hopefully he can, and hopefully he can sustain health, and that yeah. will help. If he's healthy, the Angels should. Uh, hopefully the Angels will be good if he's healthy. Yeah, I mean his biggest his biggest issue is more. I mean it is staying healthy in general, but staying healthy, I guess, is more important. Or keeping his arm and shoulder intact or more i mean that's going to help him on both sides i mean if he has a pitching injury that's to his arm he might not be able to hit that as well yeah so so i mean they're both important don't get me wrong it just feels like if he can keep his pitch healthy pitching wise it'll help him hitting wise yeah don't like concern the only real concern i have is like you said his control is he's only given up three hits and two starts but 11 walks is really bad. Yeah, and six were in this. Yeah, so five, six, five in his first start, six in this start. So, yeah, I mean, that's, not the yeah. best. That's that's the real concern I've got there. But besides that, I mean, I'm not too concerned. You know, he's, he's given up. He's got actually a 104 ERA. I mean, it's only two starts, obviously. So Right, and, yeah, about one complete game is what he's pitched. Mm-hmm. Um, Four, eight and two-thirds, yep. Right. Um, so, I mean, it, it's not a huge sample size. No. I mean, I mean, obviously, there's no real big sample size anywhere yet. Oh, but right. It's just nice to. It's regardless. It is nice to see him pitching again because that was a really big concern for a lot of people. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, I mean that's great to see him back on a pitching mound. Mm-hmm. I mean he made I think one or two appearances last year pitching wise, um, but then he, he I mean he. When he came over, he was sort of touted as a two-way player, and he hasn't really gotten a chance to show what he can do. He hasn't reached his full potential as a pitcher yet. We've seen what he can do hitting-wise. We know what he's capable of. The issue, or not the issue, but the what we haven't seen is more what he can do pitching-wise. I mean, he's starting to show it. Obviously, if he gets his control better, that would be ridiculous. I mean, if, if, if he would be basically unhittable. If, I mean, if he can keep this up and not walk as many batters, I mean that that would I mean that would that would be a dominant stretch for him, um, and I mean that could I mean if, if he can do that, that would easily place him among the best players in baseball. I would think. Yeah. But yeah, but with that, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back for more On Deck Circle on KSU 88.1 FM. Stay tuned. Look at me, busy as a bee. Where'd I get all this energy? Oh, man, mm, man. I don't sleep, and I don't eat, but I've got the cleanest house on the street. Oh, man, mm, man. Get these hairs all out of my face. Get these bugs all out of my place. One more hit. No time to waste. Oh, meth. Oh, meth. What does your smile say about you? Are you happy? Confident? Friendly? Getting and keeping that smile takes work. Proper brushing and flossing daily and drinking fluoridated water. Fluoridated water has been in use for 75 years and is considered the most safe, equitable, and cost-effective way to prevent tooth decay. A healthy smile means a healthy person and a healthy community. For more information, visit health.mo.gov. A message from the Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services. 
I think Kid A is probably their best single album. Uh, but my favorite individual song is Life in a Glass House, the perfect uh, mixture of harmony and chaos. Ken Bone, Radiohead, KCOU, Here on On Deck Circle at KCOU 88.1 FM. And Adam, it is early in this season. But we've already seen some great baseball so far. Oh, yeah. I mean, one of these, one of the amazing stretches that we've seen, not just from a player, but from a team, have been the A's so far. Oh, my gosh. They've been unbelievable. Oh, yeah. I mean, 11-game win streak now. What, what do you think... Obviously, they're not going to be able to keep this up for the whole season. But do you have? Do you think they have a shot at breaking the franchise record of twenty games won, twenty consecutive games won? I mean, I don't know if they'll do that, but it it does remind me of Moneyball a little bit because obviously they. I mean, oh my gosh, I just thought about it. It came in the top of my head. They lost a bunch of a couple of really good players this off season, especially in Liam a Hendricks. Couple? They lost Semyon. They lost Liam Hendricks. Um, I thought there. Were, I thought. Think there were more. Um, I was just thinking of those two for sure, especially. Oh, yeah. They lost two of their biggest best. Two of their biggest uh, uh, impact guys in Liam Hendricks and oh, Tommy Marcus Semyon. That's the yeah. third one I was thinking of. And yeah. Lestello. And everyone's like, "Oh, they're bad." Okay, maybe not. Okay, I'm not going to try and say they're going to do the 20 game win streak thing and you know, moneyball it, but. It's fun to make comparisons. They have sort of taken Moneyball to an, to another level, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they've been. I mean, they they're going. They base it. They still they hit a lot of homers, but they also know how to get on base. I mean, Mark Conha's their leadoff hitter. You wouldn't really think of him as a leadoff hitter, but he's actually. I, I think he has he's has an on base percentage of three ninety four. Or, I mean, as of a few days ago, I think. Um, or actually, no, to, going into today, it was 394, and he was hitting 316, slugging 684. For a leadoff hitter, that is ridiculous. I mean, Mark, or, or that was Matt Olson. Sorry, Matt Olson was hitting that. Um, Mark Kanha is, um, has 14 walks this season already in about 20 games, which is a ridiculous pace. And also, I mean, four hit by pitches. I mean, his as a, I mean, you you wouldn't expect someone who can play first base to be a leadoff guy most of the time. No, of course and, and not. And yet here he is. Marcana can play first base. He can play center if they need him to. I mean, he's their starting left fielder. But I mean, they're they're really the Oakland steals a lot too. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have. They have the second most stolen bases in the majors right now. 18 stolen bases, including eight from a, from Ramon Laureano. That's crazy because, I mean, obviously, well, Laureano's quick, but, like, it's just, in general, you don't even see teams steal that often anymore, really. Right. Great. I mean, there are areas they can improve, though. I mean, their they're pitching and defense haven't really been that good so far. Um, yeah, they have a 471 team ERA this season. That. That isn't the worst in baseball, surprisingly. That's the 25th best. 
So sixth worst. And yeah, I mean, they have the oldest bullpen, oldest active bullpen in the majors. That's insane. Which might be part of the problem, honestly. Yeah, because I mean, obviously I mean, arms are going to be declining right. if you think. And then def- defensive wise, they're um, or actually, sorry, they are they're they have been really good defensively, but yeah, they're they're actually the only team to be in the top five of both fielding percentage and defensive F WAR this season. Which I mean, it, I mean, it, granted, I mean, who knows how much you can trust defensive statistics? But it's still just yeah, it's sometimes still they cool that they're it. able to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, I believe yeah, they play tw- the next their next twenty games are against teams in the AL East, including fourteen against Red Sox, Rays, and Blue Jays. Oof. So I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, they're, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it's possible that they do that. I mean, during this stretch, they've. Outscored their opponents seventy-seven to forty-two. That's insane. Oh, that isn't. Yeah, I mean, their their offense has just been incredibly amazing. I mean, and, yeah, I can't say much more about it. But besides that, I mean, they've been ridiculous. I mean, they had that really awful start. Everyone's like, "Oh, they stink," and trade people, and now they're on a massive winning streak, including the worst one of the worst throwing errors ever. Just a bit outside, Luis Arias. Yikes. <laughs> that ball was... For, you know, we're talking about the A's walked it off uh, uh, in the bottom of the 10th, I believe. And uh, Luis Arias uh, threw a ball just a couple 20 feet away from the first baseman with two outs. And it scored a run. And the A's won. Poor Luis Arias. I mean, that's a lucky break for the A's. Of course. And it was not. I think it was like the second or third error in that inning. Yeah, but. I mean, yeah, I mean that's that is sort of lucky for them. But I mean, a win's a win. I mean, you can't really. Oh, of course. I mean, yeah, I mean, you can't really. Yeah, I mean, the, every team can improve even after a win. But I mean, it, there's no reason to not count that just because of that. Oh, of course. Or, or to try to take away a from win, their win streak. Because a win's of that. a win. Right. Jacob Degrom would like that because that man can't get a win because of the Mets. Those poor, that poor man. Poor, poor Jacob. It's a good thing he's not on the Twins either. Oof. But speaking of the Twins, hopefully they had a big old COVID outbreak. Hopefully that's all better. A couple of their players, a couple of players have been placed on the COVID list. Uh, I believe Andrelton Simmons was tested positive. I think we that was before they had. Yeah, we were talking about that. We talked about that. I believe last week too. Yeah, that was that was before this. Simmons was already out, and now um, Max Kepler was placed on the injured list along with I believe. one other player of the from the Twins was placed on, on the injured list. Um, uh, yeah, so Riddle, I mean, that's, JT Riddle. Yes, that's who it was. Yeah. So they called up Alex Kirilov. Yeah. Well, that's more because of an injury. Well, that's not necessarily. Uh, yeah, for because that, of injury, but, but obviously Kirilov being one of their top player, pro, top young guys, top yeah. prospects. He was expected to be their left fielder coming into the year too. Mm-hmm. Ended up sending him down, and uh, I believe they've been using. Um, I think they've been using Luis Luis Arias out there when everyone's healthy. I think they were using, but I mean Donaldson's been hurt for a bit now. Miguel Sano's hurt for a bit. I mean they've had injuries and with off days. I mean he's not necessarily playing left field every day, mm-hmm. but I mean with between him and Brent Rooker and Jake Cave, I mean they have enough guys to sort of go around as far as left field. I have a random update. There's a position player pitching right now. 
and we all love position players pitching. I am guessing that's in the Cubs game. Yes, Cubs are really actually doing something offensively. They're up fifteen to two. But all we all I care about is Daniel Robertson's pitching. Let's go, position player pitching. I think that's the third time, the second time this week, the Cubs have forced a position player to pitch. Good for them. They don't stink anymore. Actually, they probably still do. But moving on. Yeah, so the Twins weren't the only team who placed a player on the COVID list this, yeah. this week, though. The Phillies placed Matt Moore on the COVID list. Which could be a big blow to the rotation. A little, pretty blow. A, decent, a decent blow, I A would decent say, blow yeah. because, obviously, Moore is a decent lefty veteran. A veteran lefty. I think I'm blank. He's a lefty. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I spaced out for a second. <laughs> Matt Moore, yeah. Matt Moore is a solid pitcher. He's a pretty decent pitcher. Obviously been a career journeyman. Had a uh, Was super hyped up and unfortunately couldn't uh, stop injuries and all that. We got to him. But uh, he's a, it was a decent pickup for them. And yeah. I think Matt, hopefully he can be. A, hopefully he's okay. Hopefully nothing. Hopefully it's just um, a close contact or is nothing. Truly, it wasn't actually COVID. Hopefully it's just that. And that if no matter what, hopefully he's okay. But obviously... A blow to that rotation because that I mean another left veteran lefty got to have a guy like that. So Nola can't really carry Nola Wheeler really can't carry the whole team rotation wise. But yeah, I mean this could give a chance to um, to one to their top one of their top prospects Spencer Howard. Spencer Howard, yeah, yeah. I mean he they could give him a shot in the um, in the rotation now. Which, which, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, they want to see what he has. I mean, he was fighting for a spot this spring, ended up losing out um, two more. I, I, they've, I think Vince Velasquez is in their bullpen, too, so they could just move him into the rotation. So, I mean, they have guys they can move in, or who can replace more. Um, yeah. But, I mean, Zach Eflin's been good for them this year. Um, yeah, I mean they have they have some guys who I think Chase Anderson's their other starter. So those four are between Nola, Wheeler, Eflin, and then Anderson would be your four starter, and then just either Velasquez or Howard would fill in for more at the five, presumably, unless they just decide to do a bullpen thing, which could, would basically be Velasquez anyway, because who knows how stretched out he is at this point. Yeah, but moving on to other stuff related to the sort of related injuries. Unfortunate injury. A couple. Of, Mike Trout. Not. No, he's not on the IL. He just had a left elbow contusion, I believe, or right. Yeah. One of the two. And uh, he was put. He was not put on the uh, the IL. He was supposed to actually start again today, but he was just scratched late. He's just day to day, so he'll be all right. Good for the Angels. Hopefully, and, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he should be all right. But unfortunately, and the Angels already have Anthony Rendon, Rendon her too. So I mean, that's a big loss for their lineup. Unfortunately, oh, hopefully, for, believe it is only for a day. Fortunately, which is oh, good, right. obviously. And Rendon could be back next week too. Yeah. I, I think as soon as like Monday, he could be back. So yeah, I mean, get, I mean, when those two are in the lineup together, I mean, along with Otani, that their hitting is actually like really good. Plus, I mean, Jared Walsh is pretty underrated. And the um, man, the myth, and the man, the myth, the legend, Fletcher. Yeah, David Fletcher Fletchy. is a lead off. He's a he's a good lead off guy. Big yeah. Fletcher fan. Big David Fletcher fan. We love David Fletcher here. So, that's hopefully they'll all be all right. But a couple of other ones, big ones, big, big ones. Juan Soto's on the I.L., Yelich on the I.L. Yeah, I mean, both of those are are really really big injuries. I mean, Soto, obviously, or Soto, or I guess both are are really important to their teams. Soto could be out. In at least a couple, another couple weeks though. I mean, that's a shoulder injury. Could be, might not be back until early May. Um, 
Whereas I think Yelich isn't quite – or Yelich is out until um, late April at this point. So he could be back pretty soon. Yeah. Um, and that's a back injury. So, I mean, hopefully that doesn't – like, I mean, obviously once they get back, hopefully it doesn't hamper them too much. Yeah. Especially after Yelich had a down year last year. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's it, – it, for Washington to lose Soto – I mean that's a, that's a really big loss to them, and they had another guy, one of the, another one of their main guys, get hurt too. And Steven Strasburg, who's now hurt, I believe he's out for um, an indefinite amount of time at this point. Yeah, possibly early May he could be back. So same around the same time as Soto. So that's sort of. Uh, um, I, I mean, between the two of those, those are like pretty much the Nationals' two best players, with the exception of Max, Max Scherzer. Scherzer in there. I mean, two of their top three. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's... And Strasburg's coming back from an injury from last Again, year. I think yeah. he had a nerve injury in his had, hand. Yeah. Hopefully he can be all right. I mean, it's just unfortunate because Strasburg says when he's healthy, he's on an, uh, undoubtedly one of the best pitchers in the league starting. Oh, yeah. And just unfortunate, but... Another big injury, uh, Lance Lynn, actually, he'll be back Wednesday, Thursday, I believe he'll be able to pitch again so for the for the White Sox. So that's good news for them. Hopefully he can get... The only thing is that's a shoulder injury. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a little more risky Yeah. as far as um, coming back from that. And yeah. then, yeah, Denelson LeMay was another that's big injury. That's a bad one because... Oh, yeah. There's been history with A.J. Preller having issues with uh, injuries... As a Matt GM, there was a few years ago where he was actually suspended 30 games for uh, not for not oh, apparently not providing relevant medical information on Drew Pomeranz for injury-wise. So he was suspended, which then. And this also the idea of Clevenger. I mean, obviously that was the playoffs, but they brought him back, and then now he needs Tommy John. I think that might be the second time he's had Tommy John, right? I believe it is, yeah. And. I think and, he had it when he was in either high school or college. And another one, and Demelson LeMay's already had Tommy John before, too. Yeah, although I think it's not actually his elbow this time. It's right forearm tightness. So it could be a slightly different injury. Obviously, it could be something related. But, I mean, it, if you want to look at something positive about it, not, not that you should, but at least he didn't aggravate that same injury. There are what it is. the yeah. this thing uh, on the from the athletic staff. I believe it's Dennis Lynn who said it. It's a Padres beat writer saying, "Lemay underwent TJ, Tommy John surgery in 2018, returned, and then he left to start last September with what was eventually really the UCL strain. Opted for a rest and rehab, receiving platelet-rich plasma therapy in the offseason. Yeah. Then they prescribed him a delayed gradual buildup in spring training, but privately, even they admit, but." Here's the big one. Privately, even they admitted they did not know what to expect from his season debut and whatever would follow. Now the potential worst-case scenario is struck, and it seems very it's, it does seem quite possible that LeMay will have to undergo second TJ, Tommy John. Yeah, that's, that's unfortunate. I mean, because he's another guy where when he's healthy, he can, he can be very dominant. He's, fil- he's absolutely filthy. Oh, yeah. His, his pitches are, his slider are is really nasty. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's... The break on his pitches are just so confusing for hitters. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's... Yeah, I mean, he's... Uh, when he's on, he can be one of the best pitchers in the league. hmm Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we sort of already talked about the Miguel Sano injury. But 
it is interesting that the Twins are planning to use Alex Kirilov at first base in place of him. I mean, Kirilov has played first base before, but his main position is left field. So, so I, it is, it almost would make more sense to me to just put, I mean, I know Donaldson is a good, def- or somewhat good defender at third, but just put him at first, or, and then put Luis Reyes at left and put Kirilov or in third and put uh, Kirilov in left. Yeah, it would since make that's his natural sense. position, it would make more sense to play him there. But for some reason, they want to play him at first instead. Yeah, I don't understand it. But obviously, a few other ones. Uh, Key Brian Hayes re-aggravated that wrist injury, which is unfortunate for the Pirates. And he was pretty close to coming back too. Yeah, so which he, is a big blow. Granted, Pirates probably. Granted, the Pirates, they've been better than expected so far. Granted, the Pirates are probably going to stink anyways, but it still stinks because he's really young and really fun to watch. Oh, yeah. He he, he is their future at this point, I would oh, say. Oh, 100%. He's the building block. Oh, yeah. Their main building block, yeah. For sure. I mean, they do have—I mean, Brian Reynolds is decent if he can bounce back. Um, I mean, they, Jacob Stallings has been a pretty good catcher for them, but, um, I mean, overall—I mean, Hayes is by far their— their their best piece for the future, yeah, no doubt, yeah. But and then two Marlins also got hurt. Uh, both Brian Anderson and Starling Marte got hurt. Um. So I mean, yeah, I mean Marlin Marlins were the surprise team last year. No one really expected them to be as good as they were. And this year, I mean, people were saying, oh, well, they could surprise again. And yeah, I mean, Starling Marte. Oh, actually, both Anderson and Marte are both oblique injuries which are notoriously hard to come back from. And actually, they lost Jorge Alfaro to injury, too. So that's a big one. Which is, even, I mean, which is big for them, too. Yeah, I mean, they're losing a lot of key guys. I mean, well, those three. But, um, I mean, hitting-wise, I mean, that's three of your best hitters, I would say. Mm-hmm. And uh, Anderson, no. So neither of them even played yesterday. Obviously, they have Jazz Chisholm, which I believe, I think he could be their future. I, I, I do. Could. Um, I think Isan Diaz is a part of their future, too. Yeah. Because I, I, you have to assume that Chisholm will probably go back to shortstop eventually. Yeah. Um, I mean, he, that's his natural position, is shortstop. Yeah, right now he's at second. And so. D, so they would probably put Diaz at second once Chisholm moves back to short. After wherever Rojas, whatever happens with Rojas. Right, which he might be a free agent in the next couple of years, I think. I think he is. Uh, but another injury, and Mike Bustakis, unfortunate for the Reds, who've been offensively been ridiculous yeah and i mean that's another former kansas city guy who's gotten hurt i mean trevor rosenthal was wasn't on those teams but was with kansas city for a bit lorenzo kane's been hurt now you have moustakis getting hurt i mean it's just not good for former royals players yeah unfortunately hopefully they're all right and although i mean moustakis isn't actually an injury which is good it's it's a non-covid related illness Ah. so hopefully that passes smoothly no um no lasting effects or anything like that. Um, I mean, obviously, for any of these, that's what you want. Um, but especially with an illness, I mean, when in the days of COVID, I mean, that can be a little, um, little more. It's obviously more concerning. More concern, yeah. That's Miguel what I Rojas is a free agent after this year, so uh-huh. joined a big old shortstop class. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. I mean, between yeah, I mean, you have him, you have Baez. You have um, Story, Seeger, Story, Seeger, Correa. Yeah, I mean that, that's 
a really good shortstop class, even with Baez not doing well this year. Although he's doing these, he's all right now. He's on pace for 290 strikeouts, guys. It's pretty good. If he were a pitcher, that would be. Yeah, really if he were good. a pitcher, he'd be winning. He'd be a Cy Young candidate. <laughs> also, speaking of the Marlins, uh, they played the Giants last night, and some Giants fan had a therapy bunny, and I want this bunny now, the bunny one. But everyone needs to look that up. It's so adorable, bunnies. There's your random topics. <laughs> but for now, we have to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with some coverage of the Dodgers-Padres rivalry and why I personally think that's going to be the most exciting thing to watch all season. Milestones that could be reached and teams that should be worried about slow starts. <laughs> Yankees. Uh, we will be back. Stay tuned. Young people from all walks of life have volunteered to take part in a frightening experiment. They are allowing their brains to be altered. Altered to induce paranoia, heart malfunction, memory loss, even early senility. Unfortunately, this is not an experiment. It's what slowly happens to you when you keep smoking pot. No one has to alter your brain. You've already volunteered to do it to yourself. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my community and those I care about safe from threats. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Missouri Army National Guard. Aired by the Missouri Broadcasters Association at this station. on deck circle on KCU 88.1 FM. I'm Adam Rosen across from Michael Levitt. So just talked about injury, uh, unfortunate injuries and a couple other things. But now we got some Padres Dodgers talk because that's awesome and they're fun. And Mookie Betts appreciation time uh, because that catch he made, I believe it was Saturday when he robbed the Padres uh, with an absolutely mind boggling catch. I mean, it's ridiculous that catch he made. Oh, and yeah. right uh, to save the game, um, just I mean that that is those are fun matchups to watch. Oh yeah, Dodgers Padres. I mean that's the after, the after the off season both teams had. I mean that that's a, that's a huge that's going to be a huge rivalry for years to come. I hope we all we hope so. this is going to be so much fun to watch. I mean they're they're playing. It's a four game set this weekend. I believe they're there. Yeah, yeah. Played yesterday. Padres won. Dodgers. Uh, I think it's Kershaw, Darvish tonight. Or could be wrong there. Um, it is. It's Kershaw Darvish, you're right. Hey, yes, look yeah. at that! I'm a genius. It is, yeah. And then tomorrow is um, Blake Snell versus now. Trevor Bauer. So that's another good matchup. Oh, and then Justin May versus Joe Musgrove on Sunday. So yeah, I mean those are all really good matchups. Yeah, these are just so much fun to watch. It's these are the future. It is the future. Of, I think it's the future, at least for this season. 
at least for a while to come to at least in the NL. I mean, that's going to be the headlines. I mean, this is going to be so much fun to watch all these teams, these two teams compete for a while because there's, believe it or not, I mean, the Dodgers are still pretty young. The Dodgers are still very young. Because they I mean. keep churning out young talent. I mean, they, they just don't stop. I mean, they Between just, signing free agents and bringing guys up, developing them, I mean, they just, they're a machine at turning out players. It's like their effect. It's like on Dodger Stadium's a factory. Pretty much, yeah. And, I mean, it's just so much fun to watch. And, I mean, every game has been exciting. I mean, almost every game. I think every game has been within two runs. Maybe within three. I'd, I'd have to double-check that, but... Um, I mean, last night was 3-2. Um, and last night, oh, and last night, I mean, that was one of the craziest double plays I've seen ever. I mean, if I'm being honest. So, no, actually, the first game was off 11-6 in game one of that this series, of this season series. But that was like a game that went into extras and the Dodgers just pulled away. You've got two nothing the next day, which was the Mookie catch. Five two the next day, and then yet last night it was three to two Padres. Tonight we got a bunch of more games. I mean, I mean they're on Sunday night baseball on well, on Sunday, obviously. But it's gonna be fun to watch. I mean, they're so exciting. Oh I, yeah, I mean, and especially I mean, even in years to come, you're gonna have Tatis versus Bellinger and Betts. I mean, it, and or, or in that pitching with Bueller and I mean, if Bowers there, I mean, who? I mean, him. Or, assuming Seager's still there. Assuming they re-sign Seager, I think they will. Oh right, I mean that's another one. Yeah. And Machado in San Diego too, and yeah. I mean, and the, that pitching. I mean, they're just both teams have so much talent. It's ridiculous. You could argue they're the two best teams in the National League right now. I think they are for sure. I mean, the only argument is maybe if the Braves are up there too. Yeah, obviously the Braves have started poorly, but they're still fine. I mean, they're going to be fine. Yeah, I'm saying more as far as talent, of course, on the team, um, not necessarily how they've been this season. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I it, it's still too early in this season to make judgments on. For the for the most part, for the most part, it's too early to make a judgment. To on make a, team. a judgment on saying a team hasn't performed up to their expectations. Thank you, someone who says that finally. Because we're only three weeks in. I mean, we're not. I would I would probably f- wait until at least two two months into the season, and then if you want to start maybe, saying maybe a month and a half. I mean, and that, yeah, I mean then if you want to start saying, okay, this guy hasn't, this team hasn't really done what they were expected to. Why is that? Then that's fine. I mean, it, if you're analyzing it now, yeah, I mean, you could analyze it now, but it could change so fast because there's such a small sample size. Hey, remember when the Nationals were 19 and 31? Yeah, what happened with that, Adam? Oh, I wonder. I, I'm just going to go and read you some of these headlines from this, from when the Nationals were 1931. Real or not, Nationals are trouble, and so is Dave Martinez. Davey Martinez should be fired as Nationals manager. How the Nationals went from Ewing theory contender to early season disaster. Why Max Scherzer should be a centerpiece in the Nationals fire sale. Dave Martinez there's thought that they could trade him this season, too, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dave, oh, here you go. Dave Martinez is a good man, but he probably shouldn't be managing. If the Nationals season isn't over, it's close. Who cares about Dave Martinez? It, the, the lost season Nationals face, I could go on and on and on and on and on and on. And on and on and on. And then they won the World Series. Deal with it. It's so early. Yankees fan, like, this is I'm going to go at Yankees fan here. Calm down. Relax. You're fine. You'll probably be fine. Sure, it's a little concerning because you got all this talent, but teams start out slow. 
sometimes. And some of your pieces are hurt, too. For, I mean, if, or some of the Yankees' pieces are hurt. Yeah, I mean, a- well, Luke Voigt, you knew, was going to miss the first couple months. Um, Zach Britton's hurt, which obviously hurts the bullpen. Um, I mean, their defense hasn't been that great this season. I mean, it's yeah. been good, don't yeah, get me wrong, just, but it hasn't been as good as it normally is. It's just, it's okay to be upset. It's okay to be thinking, make an observation, make an analysis saying, hey, they're struggling right now. Look, you can do, like, I mean, sure, I would say you can absolutely make observations. You can ob- absolutely say this guy is playing terrible right now. You just, you can't just base an entire player off of one stretch. Like, certain players, like, Guess I'll go here. Javier Baez was terrible last year and started pretty awfully lately. And now he's been in the last few week game. Last week he's been pretty solid, but he's still got issues. I'm not. He's been a horrible hitter. He's a horrible hitter over generally, but he's looks. He's still got time to fix that. I think he's. He almost seems unfixable. But look, there's times where he could probably be fine. I mean, look, it's early. You can take take a breath. It's okay. They'll probably be. The Yankees will probably be fine. Most likely, yeah. Like, do anyone actually think the Giants are going to win the win, be finish ahead of the Padres in the NL West? Come on, does anyone think the Yankees are going to be the worst team in the majors? No. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it's still we're teams are about twenty games in at this point. I mean, we're. I mean, there's hundred and sixty games. I mean, we're an eighth of the way through the season. I mean, it, it, it's it's. It's far too early to be saying that a team isn't going to make the playoffs at this point. I mean, even Colorado could win the World Series at the end of the year, for all we know. Probably 99%. Oh, it, it might not no, happen. Of course. But right now, you might not think it's going to happen. And it could end up happening in September or October. I mean, you never know what's going to happen, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it, it's just... It's, because it's so unpredictable, too. I mean... I mean, any team can be any team on any given day. I mean, there's no really no, oh, this team ha- is going to win. You don't know for sure. I mean, just like with the Marlins, I mean, you, you don't necessarily no, know that a team is going to be bad. Uh, breaking, uh, um, guess what, guys? Did you know the postseason is still five months away? So relax. I, well, let's just see. When is the last game on the Major League schedule? When is the last scheduled game? But, you know, it's just ridiculous, guys. Calm down. So, moving on to the next topic. There are a good amount of career milestones that could be reached this season. Um, probably, I think probably the one we have to talk about most is Joey Votto reaching 300 home runs. Be- because away. he's at 299 right now. He's one away from reaching 300 for his career. And, I mean, he's also, he's at 977 RBI for his career. So he's 23 away from uh, 1,000. Those are both really big milestones for him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, granted, yeah, I mean, you would think maybe he would have more home run or RBIs in his career. But the team around him just hasn't been that good. I mean, it's been good, but it just... It hasn't provided him with that many RBI opportunities. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Joey Votto's probably going to the Hall of Fame one day. Definitely oh, one of the most be. on base, yeah. best on base guys ever. It's just unbelievable. And there's a couple other players who are approaching. John Lester's approaching his 200th career win. 
uh, entire just Major League Baseball in general is approaching is I mean 48 or 47 players away from being having its 20,000th debut in Major League history. So the 20,000th player to ever play in the majors, which is really cool. Uh, Max Scherzer is very close to with about 200 more strikeouts. Is two is going to get 3,000. Clayton oh. Kershaw could become the Dodgers strikeout leader. Yeah, too. all time. Um, I mean, he's only about 150 away at this point. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Aroldis Chapman could reach 300 saves. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of um, milestones that could happen. And then, like we said, Miguel Cabrera. Yeah, Miguel, uh, Miguel Cabrera. Cabrera. With both 500 homers and, and 3,000 hits. Yeah. Although, 3,000 hits is a little more questionable, but yeah. 500 homers should I mean, be easily I mean, he's at 2,869 right now. So he's 131 away, um, which, I mean, if he can stay healthy, that's great. But he's already been hurt this year. So, I yeah. mean, depending on when he gets back and, um, and how good longer. he does. Yeah. I mean, he, yeah, I mean, he's only 12 homers away. You would think he would do it. But at the same time, when, he, when you get to his age, your power starts to drop off. Uh, I mean, we've seen that with Albert Pujols. I mean, he's not hitting 40 home runs anymore. I mean... Cabrera really has not had the same amount of power the last few years. Um, Not saying it won't happen. It's just going to be harder to get to. Yeah. But, obviously, those are really cool achievements. Uh, We would love to see guys, players get to that. Just because, you know, history's cool. We like history. Definitely. So, our last thing here. Which team do you think should be the most worried about their slow start? Cubs. Saying that not, I'm trying to be objective here. It's the fact that there's a lot of guys on contract seasons, contract years, like Javi Bye. Again, obviously they're now on a four-game win streak. They just won again. So, but this could age poorly. I hope it does. But the fact that they have a lot of guys who are on their last year, last year of their deals, they don't really have a direction. Their their farm system isn't that great. It's okay. It's got some good players, but not. It's not really deep. Um, you've got to figure out how are they gonna, who are they gonna pay, who are they gonna trade, and like, there's players whose value are tanking. Are they gonna trade these guys? Like, Javi Baez t- declined a big old contract extension, and now he's doing terrible again. Last week he's been pretty. He last few days have been bad, but yesterday he had a horrible play. Probably should have gotten benched for. But uh, we're not running out of ball, and I believe he got tagged. I don't. I think apparently he got called safe actually though. But anyways, um. You've got guys who are Chris Bryant's been playing well, but th- that's a team that could be concerned not just because of this season, this season in general, but just in the future. Like, who are you going to pay, and like, who are you going to trade, and is anyone going to like? If some of these guys can't build up any value, or who's going to take them? I mean, obviously, you could then they'll maybe be cheaper, but who knows? Yeah, like Baez. I mean, he, I mean, he could. But is he really to take? I mean, less? they could be able to sign him. I mean, if he's a free agent, doesn't like the market, they could be able to bring him back. You On don't the know. Qualifying offer most um, likely, obviously. Um, yeah. Although he would probably. Depending on how the season goes, he might be willing to accept that and then try to rebuild his value and be a free agent again next year. Yeah. Um, but then you have guys like Rizzo who wants to be in Chicago, he, wants he, to be with the every, Cubs, and Cubs won't pay him. Every single per- – there is not a single Cubs fan. There's not a single human being that even likes the Cubs that does not want Anthony Rizzo back in that uniform for the rest of his life. And that's, that's another concern. You, they've angered him. They seem to have upset him a little. Bryant, I mean, he's probably the guy I think they're looking to extend a lot. Um, 
I mean, the next year, Wilson Contreras is going to be a contract season, but I think that's someone they're going to want to look at now just so they don't get him mad. That, that's another concern. Yankees I'm not as concerned about because they still got guys who are fine under contract for a while, and they're the Yankees, and the Yankees yeah. find a way See, to I do think it. another team should be the most worried. Twins. I agree. I, I mean, so. their their pitching has been really good this year. I mean, between Maeda and Berrios, I mean, both have been really good this year. Um, I mean, Byron Buxton's broken out. I mean, just, I mean, they've been doing well, and they've just found ways to lose games. Yeah, that's. The I thing. mean, it's not necessarily the other teams have beaten them. It's more that they've beaten themselves. Yeah, that's which a is more why you have to be worried. The because if this continues for long enough. I mean, they're not even going to make the playoffs. I mean, t- they're six and eleven. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, they're one of the worst teams in baseball right now. But I mean, they won't even get a chance to break their win streak in the playoffs. I mean, who knows? I mean, they're. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're just. If you beat yourself too many times, I, I mean, I mean, who knows what's going? I mean, the manager could be fired. I mean. There's a lot of things that could happen in that place. Granted, Rocco Baldelli seems like a good manager for the most part. Um, but something would have to change if that happens too much. I think another team you could talk about is the Cardinals, who have been 8-10. Eight, eight They're eh, not that. I mean, because they really don't have much pitching besides Flaherty and Gallegos. And, that's, I mean, and Goldschmidt yeah. hasn't really been great this year either. I mean, Arenado's been good. Um so I think sort of what they were expecting. Yeah, Goldschmidt six twenty four OPS. Arnado yeah, eight eighteen for Arnado. I mean, I mean, you figured he would drop off a bit leaving Colorado. Anyway. Of course, which is there. No, it's very, it's good. It's nothing spectacular. It's nothing special. It's but more it's, their it's pitching. Decent. Yeah, yeah, the pitching has been a brutal. Which they've dealt with some injuries. I mean, they traded a couple guys this off season. Um, yeah. So I mean, they they have sort of had had to deal with a bunch of stuff, but. That doesn't excuse what they're doing. And as a team, their whip is tied tied with the Rockies, Angels, and Royals for the highest whip in baseball. As a t- that's just as a team in general. Their ERA, is, team ERA, is one of the worst. I believe it's seventh. Um, and I think that's that's in total. As a starters, though, it's been brutal. I mean, oh yeah. I mean, they have Flaherty. They don't have much else for the most. I mean, for as far as starting pitching. I mean, they traded Luke Weaver in the Goldschmidt deal, which I understand. But, I mean, if they, if they still had Luke Weaver, you would think their pitching would be at least a good amount better. At least better. respectable. Right. I, I mean, mean that, yeah. I mean, even Austin Gomber has been good this, this year. And, he, I mean, he's pitching for Colorado now. Not, not, I mean, granted, it's still a small sample size. Uh, but just, I mean, what we've seen so far, I mean— yeah, I mean, the Cardinals are getting Arenado for free this year, basically. But you want long-term, if Gomber can do this for long-term, I mean, who knows? I mean, they, they might end up regretting that. I mean, yeah. who knows what happens with that? But. but with that, we do have to wrap up for the week. So we will be back next week here on, on Deck Circle at on KCOU 88.1 FM. I'm Michael Levitt with Adam Rosen. Have a good week, everybody. Drive home safely. Can I get a hot take for KCOU bumper?